Hey there, CDB here. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett for long, and I'm on vacation right now, but that doesn't mean you can't still have good meditations, which is going to begin in just a few moments. Good morning. Good morning. All right, all right, all right. Thank you, thank you. So good to hear your voice and hopefully voices this morning. Praise be our God. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we honor you. We adore you. We appreciate you so much for another day that you have given us. Another week you have kept us from the last time so many things has transpired. And uh, as we look at it, we can only say thank you because we understand and realize it was only you that kept us and brought us through. Some things that was easy, some things were hard, some was difficult, some we didn't understand, some we didn't like, some things we liked. But God, we thank you. At the end of the day, we say, Lord, you brought us through, and we thank you. We thank you for life. We thank you for health. We thank you for strength. May not be feeling the best, may be a pain here and there, but we are still grateful to you, Lord God, for you have been so good to us. We could have been that person on the side of the street that is begging. We could have been that person looking at the ruins of their house being burnt down. We could have been that person, Lord God, with our back on the cooling board this morning. We could have been that person in the hospital, Lord God, not knowing that they are in the world. Father, we thank you. You've been so good. You've been so kind. In In spite of what the devil tried to tell us, God, we know we've been good. You've been good to us. And we thank you, Lord. And so, therefore, we come this morning with a grateful heart. We come this morning with a heart lifted up with praise and gratification to a holy God, a God that is loving, a God that could have took us out when we didn't deserve to be loved. But you so loved, you so loved, you so loved us that you gave, you gave, you gave. Your only begotten son, that whosoever. Thank you, Lord God, for allowing me to be named whosoever. (laughs) Whosoever shall believe on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And, Father, we thank you for not allowing us to perish. Thank you, Lord God, for not allowing us to be distracted and to be torn apart by the things of this world. But thank you, Lord God, for keeping us, Lord God, with good minds and good health, Lord God, with a a reasonable portion, at least, Lord God, to recognize that we are still here in the land of the living. And we thank you, Lord God. And Father, now take this time that we are together. God, take it and illuminate our hearts and illuminate our minds. Take us from this place. Allow us to journey in the Holy Ghost to where you would like for us to be, Lord. As we come and as we we pray, Lord God, as we intercede, as we stand in the gap, Lord God, as we draw our faith together this morning for the situations that are going on around us, Lord God, we just we just glorify your name, Lord. 
We thank you, Lord. Father, we come and we come this morning and we bring our families to you, Lord, and we, we put them at your feet, Lord God, the good, the bad, and the ugly, Lord. We just said, Lord, here they are before you, Lord. We present them to you. We present their situations to you. We present their circumstances to you, Lord. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you will have your way, Lord, that you will speak to their hearts where they need to be ministered to. Lord, if they're hurting, God, heal the wound of their hurt, Lord. If they're emotional, distraught, God, bring peace, Lord, that will surpass their understanding, that will guard their heart and their mind. Father, they have any complications, Lord God, is causing them, Lord God, to waver in their faith. Father, we just pray, God, that you will visit them. Allow your Holy Spirit to illuminate their mind and remind them of who they are. Father, we just pray in Jesus' name, Lord, that you just give us this opportunity, Lord God, to stand in the gap for our families. We just pray, God, that your spirit will move. Lord God, where there are families that are busted up, Lord God, for one reason or another, Lord God, we just pray, God, that you would just come, Lord God, and reestablish, and we pray that the hearts of men and women everywhere, Lord God, will will come to the point, Lord God, that they will, they will understand the value of family. They will understand the value of relationship, like the relationship we have with you, that we can call you Abba. Abba, Abba, Father. And we, Lord God, we just pray, Lord God, that they will understand the love and the compassion, the length and the depth and the height, Lord God, and the width, Lord God, that you go through and have gone through to make sure that we have every component that we need, Lord God, to make good, healthy families, Lord. Lord God, people are waking up this morning. Lord God, this morning on this great Mother's Day morning, Many are waking up this morning without mothers. They're waking up, Lord God, with with thoughts and their emotions are all the, over the place. Lord, some are happy, some are sad, some are mad. But, Father, I pray, God, wherever they find themselves to be, Lord, I pray, God, that they will end up with a thankful heart, Lord God, that they had a mother, even if they didn't know them, even if they didn't live with them, Lord God. I just pray, God, that somebody cared, somebody came back. It may not have been who they wanted, but somebody came back and allowed them and made sure they was nourished, made sure. Lord God, that they were taken care of. And Father, we thank you. You're such a caring God that you said to us, Lord God, that you would be a mother to those who don't have a mother. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. Many of us are suffering this morning, Lord God, on the outside of the post-COVID, Lord God. And, and some have lost their mothers to COVID. But Father, Lord God, where Death, death, you have no victory. Uh, you have no victory. And we thank you, Lord God, that even in death, Lord God, there's a peace and there's a, a place in you, Lord God. And we thank you for that resting place that they have today. 
And Father, we just continue to pray, Lord God, and we pray that that, that, that the prayers that they prayed and the times that they spent humming and laying before you, Lord God, I pray that every prayer, Lord God, will will go forth and it, and it will come back according to your scriptures. They will not come back void, but they will accomplish everything that they were sent out to do. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that. Father, we just pray, Lord God, that as we continue to move on, Lord God, in our communities. And, and God, we thank you for safe places to live. We thank you, Lord God, for places that we can call home. We thank you, Lord God, for protecting those homes. We thank you for your angels. We thank you for your angels that you have to camped all around our properties and our homes, keeping us from safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. Lord God, we just pray, Lord God, as you, Lord God, are protecting us, you minister to us in our homes. Our homes are holy ground, Lord God, and we thank you for that. And Father, we just pray for our officials that, uh, that, that, that have to make decisions as it relates to us, Lord. We just pray, God, for our city councilmen and our mayors and our, our state officials, our senators and our house of delegates, our governors. We pray, Lord God, for our senators in Washington, D.C., and the House of Representatives. We pray, Lord God, for the President of the United States. We pray for his cabinet. We pray for all of those, Lord God, that have to make decisions on our behalf. We pray, Lord God, that they, Lord God, will be moved by you. They will not make decisions on their own. But, Father, they will make decisions based upon the moving of your heart, Lord God, that you will make sure that things and the people are taken care of, Lord God. We thank you for these United States of America. We thank you for a land that is prosperous. We thank you for a land that has great abundance. But, Father, we pray, Lord God, for your peace to remain and, and come and remain, come and remain, come and remain in every house, in every street, in every corner, Lord God, every city, every county, Lord, every state, Lord God. Oh, we just pray for unity. We pray for unity. We we pray against discrimination and all of the hatred, Lord God. We pray for your peace that will come and remain, Lord God. Allow everyone to know that they all are created by you. And God, regardless of how they look on the outside, on the inside, there's a soul, there's a heart, Lord God, and we pray for that today, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for this, Lord God. Thank you for this time, Lord God, that you have given us, and thank you for what you are pouring inside of them, Lord, touching hearts to make sure that we have the things that we need, Lord. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for the world peace, Lord God. We thank you for protecting us from our enemies. We thank you for protecting us from those who want to despitefully use us and, 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 and destroy us. We thank you. We understand that the scripture said the enemy comes but to steal, kill, and destroy. But you, this is the victory part of this. You came that we have life and that we have it more abundantly. We thank you for the abundance of life. We thank you for the abundance of joy. We thank you for the abundance of peace. And most of all, we thank you for the abundance of salvation. 
We thank you, Lord. We give your name the glory. We give your name the praise, Lord God, because you are worthy to be praised. Thank you, Lord. And we give you glory this morning. We give you praise this morning. There is no other God. Thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to witness the union. Oh, Lord God, on Friday of this precious couple, our pastor, Pastor Barrick and, and Sister Lord Precious Savannah, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for their lives. We thank you for what you're doing. And, Father, we pray, Lord God, in the days to come, the years to come, God, you will continue to bless them. Lord God, you will open doors for them. You will have favor smeared over their lives, over their names. Lord God, you will bring them before great men, Lord. God, and God, you will open up opportunities unknown to them, and God, you will pour out blessings that they won't even have room enough to receive, and God, we thank you, Lord God, and we thank you for all of that you have done. Thank you for all that you're doing. Oh, God, we praise you, we glorify you, and we declare it to be so according to the power that's working on us right now. God, bless this service today. God, sit in your presence in every home. God, allow your power to move. Bless the speaker, Lord God. Anoint them afresh, God, to give us an end-time word, Lord God, that will sanctify us, that will clarify, clarify that which we have, Lord God, in our minds and cause us to be, Lord God, sponges of it, Lord God, and absorb everything that's in this path. In Jesus' name, God, we thank you, Lord God, and we praise you, Lord God, in Jesus' name. I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord, today because you cared for me in such a special way. That's why I praise you. I lift you up. And I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise. My heart, my mind, my soul belongs to you. You paid the price for me. Way back on Calvary. That's why I praise you. I lift you up. And I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord God. At this time, we pray. Maybe some things or a situation or circumstances is on your heart that maybe I didn't mention, and, and, and this is the time that you can bring it before the Lord and lay it at his feet in your way. Let us meditate and pray on that now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, Lord, today, 
You paid the price for me in such a special way. That's why I praise you. I lift you up and I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise. Amen and amen. Well, good morning, First Virtual. Good morning. Is anyone alive out there this morning? Good morning. Good morning. Praise the Lord. Good morning and welcome to First Virtual Church. We thank you. God is everywhere. We thank God that the church is in our hearts, is in our minds. And it's all around us. The presence of the Lord is in the room with us, wherever we may be. We may be apart. But let me give you some scripture to help you out, to allow you to know what God is doing. He says that where there are two or three gathered in the name, in in his midst, he said he shall be in the midst. You know what? I'm sitting here in Newport News. You may be in Norfolk or Virginia Beach or wherever you may be. All the space between me and you, the presence of the Lord is there. Ooh, isn't that good to know? Isn't that good to know? And the enemy might be trying to plan something right now. But because he's in our midst, the path. The path between me and you, he can't touch. Praise the Lord. Isn't that a good thing to know? We thank all of you all for being with us this morning on the behalf of our pastor, Eric Barrick, and first lady, Barrick. Woo, that's the first time I can say that. Oh, God, and, and it's for real. Hallelujah. We welcome you today, and we pray that you have um, gotten yourself together. Put your coffee in a good spot. Put your coffee in a good spot. We don't want to stain the carpet and have the steam people had to come in and charge you an arm and a leg because they want now want to do your whole house. Hallelujah. And so we ask you to be prepared just to be blessed on this morning. Well, Brother Dennis, God bless you, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What a beautiful day. Another day in the Lord. Amen. We uh, uh, this has been a, one of those weeks. I think everybody that's on uh, on virtual this morning can agree with that. Uh, we've had uh, it's been exciting, it's been challenging, but most of all, it's been a great week as far as uh, you know the Lord is concerned. You know we uh, when God created us, you know He took us and He shaped us in His image and His likeness. And, uh, you know, some of us, uh, I know myself, when I look at a mirror, I was like, wow, uh, you know, if, if God looks this bad, I, I hope not. <laughs> but anyway, you know what I mean. You know, how, how uh, we're, we're in his image. Each one of us is different. Each one of us is different. Uh, you know, we come from the, you know, I have brothers and a sister and, 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 and cousins and aunts and on, on down the line. We're all related, but we're, we're still different, you know? Uh, you know even, even, if you're, uh, even if you're a set of twin, a twin or even a triplet, you're still different. You're not 100% the same. You know, they said identical twins. Uh, you, no, I don't think so. You know, people 
people are different. Everybody is different. You know, I had a thing when uh, when I teach at preschool and talking to the four and five year olds. I said, wouldn't it be great if, if all of you looked like me? And they, you know, of course they would laugh because they're, they're young and I'm old. And I said, that would be a mess, wouldn't it? We'd have a hard time remembering who was who and what was what. So God made each one of us different. Each one of us different in, in, in who we are and, and what we are. And, and uh, but yet we're still created to what? To have that relationship, to have that relationship with God. And, you know, we have to remember that. You know, uh, we have to remember that God created us, each one of us, individuals, gave us brown hair, black hair, blue hair, whatever color hair you have, blue eyes, green eyes. You know, white skin, brown skin, yellow skin, red skin, we're all the same. We're all the same. You know, and and if you think about that, you know, God's image, what is God's image? God's image is God. God is us. We have to remember that. And we have that, we have that ability to be who God wants us to be. And and that's uh, just a little short verse today in Ephesians uh, Ephesians 2, chapter 10. It's real. If you listen to it, you know, like I said, a real short verse. It says, For we are God's workmanship. Wow. Created in, in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared us in advance to do. Okay. Short and sweet. We are God's workmanship. God created us. And, uh, so we can't be that bad, can we? We have to be good. I mean, if God created us, we got to be good. You know? And created in Jesus Christ to do good things. What, what good things did you do this week? Did you talk about Jesus? Did you talk about Jesus to your neighbors, to your relatives? Did you talk about Jesus? Did, did you talk to Jesus? That's the main question. You know, I always talk about, what well, do you say this and this? What about yourself? Do you talk to God? You let God talk to you. You know, He created us. He made us. You know, everybody says, well, you know, God doesn't make any junk. He's not finished with me yet. Yeah, that's true. Got to remember all that stuff. But do you talk to Him? Do you share your life with Him? Do you confess your sins to Him? You know, uh, you know I grew up in. Uh, you know, religion where you had to go in and, and sit in the booth and, and talk to somebody and say, okay, this is what I did this week, and this is the bad things. And and, and, and they would say, okay, to, to get rid of those, you need to go and say, you know, this is this is what you need to pray and, and blah, 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 and, and you'll be okay. Uh, you know, uh, of course, I, you know, as I got older, I was kind of confused, you know, like, okay, this guy, uh, he knows who I am, why would I tell him everything that, you know, I've done bad, is he going to go tell my mom and dad, and, well, you know, what what's the deal with that? But uh, as I gained uh, the knowledge of the Bible and the knowledge of who Jesus and God really is, I understood that I could talk to God and I can confess my sins to him. Because he knows, he knows them all. He knows what I did wrong. He knows what I do wrong. He knows what I think wrong. So, so it's easy for me to say, okay, God, you know, here I am. 
This is where I am. This is what I need. What do you want me to do for you today? What will you do? want me to say? How do you want me to act for you? Talk to me, Lord. Tell me what to do. And then when he slaps me on the head and says, oh, you can't be doing that. You know, I think I pay attention a little bit more now than I used to because he always guides us in the right direction. He always tells us the things to do. Yeah, we have to proclaim his name and shout from the rooftops who he is and how he helps us and what he does for us. But most of all, we have to talk to him. We have to spend time with him. We can do that on the virtual call. We can do that on our own private Bible study, our own private prayer time. And we should have that. Everybody should have a time of prayer. You know, get up in the morning, stretch those arms, wiggle your toes and fingers and say, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. I'm alive. Thank you, God, that you gave me the... The, uh, the eternal life, the salvation. Thank you for your son. Give me the strength to do what I need to do today, physically, mentally, but most of all, spiritually. That's it. Nothing fancy. You know, five seconds. But God will say, okay, you need help? I'm going to keep an eye on you. And when you step off the curb and get into that mud puddle, what happens? You get, oh, get back where you belong. What are you doing? Well, he's there to correct you and to straighten you out. And as long as we listen to him, guess what? He's still working on us. He's still building us. He's still making us strong, strong. He's still working on us. He's not going to give up on us. So he creates us to do what he wants us to do. And we know, because the Bible tells us what we should do and how we should act and how we should live. We don't need anything else. We don't need no self-help books because we have a self-help book. We don't need no how-to-live books because we have one of those. We don't have to go to, you know, you know it, it was funny. I, I had a time in my life when I, you know, I, I went to, a, what do you call it, a counselor, psychiatrist, whatever, and, and he says, well, you need to do this and this and this. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But, but most of all, I think I need to, you know, get down on my knees and talk to God and uh, that made more sense to me you know I could do all the physical things he wanted me to do but the first thing I had to do was get down on my knees and talk to God you know ask him for forgiveness ask him for guidance but most of all help help me to understand my love for him and what it means to him what my love to Je- for Jesus and God means to them and how it will help my life and change my life and that's what he did. He changed my life. But I had to be open and honest. And sometimes we have a hard time. But we get through that. We fight through that because Satan says, oh, we don't know. But God loves us. God loves us. God made us in his image. He made us to do the things that he had. He wants us to do. And we know what he wants us to do. He wants us to be a part of great, great salvation. A great, great reward eternal life forever and ever so we thank god we praise god and we should praise him every day amen and amen god bless amen uh brother dennis always bring it and drop it like it's hot and i'm telling you he always brings something that always provoke my thoughts and my mind my emotions and and make a lot of sense of, of, of 
maybe some thoughts that I had or make make me think that some of my thoughts weren't good thoughts. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Dennis, again for sharing right. that wisdom with us, sir. All right. No problem. No, yes. It's always a joy yes. to talk about Jesus. Amen. 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 What 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 a pleasure and an opportunity that he has given us to talk about him. Well, let me stop before I go any further. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And, and we appreciate you for loving us and caring for us, putting up with us and uh, uh, spanking us. Yes, we thank you for the spankings. Yes, yes. I could, I could, Lord Jesus, I'm about to cry, about to run, just thinking about one right now. <laughs> uh, I was, uh, I was thinking about some, some, some joyful things that mothers do, uh, and, and, uh, uh on, even on uh, Friday at the wedding. Somebody said, anybody having a tissue? And somebody said, well, if you don't want one filled with mint, you might not want to ask one of the mothers. And I started laughing because I remember as a little boy sitting in church, my mom going in her pocketbook and getting getting some tissue out, and it's wrapped with Christmas candy, mints, and everything else. <laughs> but, Lord, we praise God for that, and we thank God for those precious memories he has given us. And I'm telling you, it's a joy just to just to be able to reflect on these things. There's nothing like a mother. Mothers, is nothing like you. You are the greatest. When God created you, when he took that rib and created you, he did a good thing. And we thank God for you and all the things and the pain and the suffering and the heartache, the un- things that you haven't even told nobody about. We thank God for you. You weathered the storm. You made it through, and we love you. We thank you for it. Enjoy the rest of your day um, today. If I, I think I thought I'd go ahead and say that now just in case I don't get this chance to say it later. Well, today we have a great speaker that's going to be um, speaking to us, um, Pastor Barry, he, he, uh, Eric. He, he made sure that we we're going to get some good word, and, and he left the uh, church in some good hands. And um, my friend and my brother from another mother uh, is coming to speak to us today. And I'm sure that you will um, be blessed. You will be uh, uh, overjoyed. You will leave um from this place saying that you have been in the presence of the Lord. So we uh, just say again, put your cough in a good place because this man know how to speak. I have never heard him speak and didn't want more. Um, I owe him and uh, Pastor Eric a lot of money because I done took a lot of their notes and went and preached somewhere else. Praise the Lord, but thank you. We're going to be blessed this morning, and I pray that you will um, be ready to do that. Now we're going to have a musical meditations by Mama Barbara, and after her, the next voice you will hear is none other than uh, Pastor Henry Dawkins of Ocean Lakes Church. 
message. Mother Barber. Thank you, Mother Barbara, for that music. It was warming and soothing to my heart. Um, Thank you. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pastor Henry Darkus from Ocean Lakes Church of God here in Virginia Beach. And when uh, Pastor Eric told me or asked me to give a message, I I've always, you know, listened to the heart of God whenever someone asks. And um, and then when he told me where he was going to be, and I was like, that's a well-needed vacation, but at the same time, it's a great step in life for him of growth. And, and I just wanted to praise God for that and, and – uh, it's just a wonderful thing to hear of him getting um, married and, and just uh, being able to continue, continue on in life and growth in many different areas. And I just, um, Pastor Booth and I, and I'm sure others have um, given him some advice as well as um, uh, kidded about him and with him in several areas. But the thing is, um, this thing about life is is really um, complex. It's um, interesting. And as long as you keep your eyes open, you're going to receive something different every single day. You keep your eyes, your ears, and your heart open, you will receive something different and good every single day. Um, I was 
blessed with a great mother, um, just like everybody on this call in some form or fashion. Um, she's no longer with us today, but like Pastor Booth, I get to remember all the wonderful times and all the um, the not-so-wonderful times, but at the same time, um, God is good, and he was faithful through it all. Um, many of you who, if, it, if you don't know me and I'm introducing myself to you for the first time, I'm, I'm the son of a preacher, um, and all of my life I've known church. But anybody can tell you, just because you're in church doesn't mean you know the Lord. And until you take that walk with the Lord, you will not understand the height, the breadth, the depth of his love for you. And I knew he loved me when I was placed into this family, this family of the darkest family I was. I'm the number six child of seven. Um, and I have six sisters, and I'm the only boy. Mm. A lot of people will say, oh, man, you're spoiled. I know you're just a spoiled little kid, but I had seven mothers. You just <laughs> don't understand. <laughs> um, so I was, you know, I was kept in the uh, in the right path, on most times, and even though I'm not perfect, um, God is yet faithful with me. I remember my mother saying one time, um, having seven children, she oftentimes was on her knees asking God, how do I direct these lives that you've placed in my hands? Because with seven kids, so many different personalities, so many different likes and dislikes, um, quirks, um, desires to go in different directions and to learn different things and to be different types of people, different professions. That's quite a task to keep everybody uh, sharp, keep everybody moving forward, growing, and staying at the feet of Jesus, it's, it's quite a task. And when I was thinking about that for this particular sermon, I was, there's so many women in the Bible that I could have preached on. I could have preached on Mary, Jesus' mother. Could have preached on so many different leaders, so many different leaders that did it wrong, so many different leaders that did it right. But I wanted you to go to the book of Ruth. And in the book of Ruth, we're going to go to the first chapter. And I know that there are some women out here that have the, the heart of a mother, the love of a mother, but they weren't blessed with the opportunity to give birth. But 
They were given everything else. I call it an extra special love because there's so many people out here that are, their hearts are so big that they can encompass and bring into their own family and into their own hearts people who who weren't even theirs. And that's the heart of a mother. And in that book of Ruth, it talks about one of those ladies. Ruth 1, verse 8 through 9, and it reads as such. And Naomi said unto her two daughters-in-law, Go, return each to her mother's house. The Lord deal kindly with you as you dealt with the dead and with me. The Lord grant you that you may find rest, each of you in the house of her husband. Then she kissed them, and they lifted up their voice and wept. The backdrop on this particular sermon, this particular passage of Scripture, is Naomi was the mother of two sons. Naomi was married to a man named Elimelech, and he died in a city called Moab, and she was left to raise two sons. And her two sons, they were different in their own right, but their names was Chilion and Malon. Now, They grew up as a happy family. Um, They grew up in Judah. But as you know, that area would experience a famine every so often because of the limited rainfall. So they moved to a city called Moab. During one famine, they decided to stay there. The boys settled in that area, and they found some local girls to marry. Now, both sons became sickly and they died. And the Bible doesn't really explain the reason why. But Naomi had gotten to the point where she had buried her husband. She had buried two sons. And these daughters-in-law that she had alongside of her during this pain, she was ready to release them so they can go back to their families. And she was going to go back to her home family, which is in Bethlehem. And those two young ladies, one was Ruth and the other one was Orpah. Now, when she gave them that opportunity and she prayed that prayer over them and she released them to let them go back to their homes, their native lands, Yes, they cried because they were they were hurting inside because of 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 all the memories that they were they had an opportunity to leave behind. Orpa, she took that opportunity and she left and she went back to her hometown. But Ruth, she did. She stayed by her mother-in-law. Because at that particular time, Ruth had turned away from everything that she had grown up with to be with her husband. 
And let's jump down to verse 16 and 17. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee or to turn away from following after thee. For where you go, I will go. Where you lodges, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people and thy God my God. Where you die, I will die. And there will I be buried. And the Lord do so to me. And more also, if anything, but death part thee and me. And now, if it's anything, if you ask me, that's loyalty. That's commitment. That's stick to That's seeing the heart of a woman that she's been following and saying, no matter what, I'm with you. I got your back. Now, Ruth was a young woman, and Naomi wasn't. And when they were on their way back to Bethlehem, they had to eat along the way. They had to figure out where they were going, who they were going back to see. And Naomi was understood where their family, where her family was, and um. And in this area of Bethlehem, Moabites were barely tolerated in that city. And that's what Ruth was. Now she was with, they were gathered, they were going out, and Ruth was gleaning things from the wheat fields and bringing them back to Naomi, and they were able to survive. But Naomi sent her to a field to glean from her cousin named Boaz. She taught Ruth how to glean after the reapers, not to get in their way, not to go before them, not to stand beside them, but to go behind them and pick up whatever they happen to leave behind. Now, of course, Boaz, the owner of the land, he would go out and, and see uh, his different um, areas of locations and seeing what was going on with them. And he would he, he recognized this woman that he hadn't seen before. Um, and he asked his workers, you know, who is this person? And then he was referring to Ruth. After watching her, he eventually got to the point where he talked to her and invited her to eat and drink with the servants. Boaz tells her to only reap in these fields, you know, where she'll be protected. And then Ruth came and thanked him and, you know, what did she, and what does she do to deserve this type of mercy? And Boaz explained, it has come to my attention that all that you have done for your mother-in-law, you It impressed him, and it impressed him about her loyalty, about Ruth's loyalty and her ability to stick with her mother-in-law. So he told the reapers, you know, on purpose, I want you to leave some harvest behind you or drop it behind you so that this woman, Ruth, has an opportunity to gain something and to glean it and take it back home. Now, 
I don't know about you, but I remember that there's some breadcrumbs in my life that my mother left me. There's some antidotes. There's some, there's some life lessons. There's some um, teachings. There's some sayings. And that whenever I come across the person that has anything close to that type of mentality, I kind of cling to them just to remember my mother. Or I might say something, and it reminds me and makes me smile that that's something that my mother used to say. Or as I'm raising my own daughter out um, and trying to answer and, and guide her and navigate her through her life, that there's certain things that my mother used to say. Oh, baby, hold on. They haven't lived quite as long yet. They haven't learned that lesson. You just have to stick with them a little while longer till they remember, till they get to that lesson in life. You just, there's breadcrumbs that are left by mothers. Now, it was key in Ruth 12, in 2, verse 12, that Boaz said to Ruth about her obedience and loyalty to her mother-in-law. He said, the Lord recompense thy work and a full reward will be given thee by the Lord God of Israel, under whose wings thou art come to trust. Have you come to trust him? Have you come to trust the Lord? Because the Lord sees and understands everything that you've done, everything that you're going through, and all that you're taking on. He promises you that he will give you a full recompense for all that you've done. So in faith, trust and believe that God is faithful, and he will give you that reward. Now, Ruth, she continued to glean on Boaz's fields and with the maidservants that were there. And, of course, you know how things go. People get a little jealous, wonder why you're around why you're all of a sudden getting the eye of the leader or, or the ear of the leader or opportunities that they've been there all their lives and haven't been able to encounter or encompass that thing called jealousy. But Ruth was faithful. She still kept doing what she needed to do. But as she grew favor in Boaz, he brought her closer within his uh, maidservants and into his house. Now, could Naomi had known that because of her tragic loss of her sons and her husband that she would get that connection? She may have, but she wasn't sure. Some of us would hope for that to happen, but not necessarily it happens because it all depends on where that heart and mind is of that person. If they're listening to God and doing what God has asked them to do, then yes, that's what is granted. But if it's not, then that's, there's a reason for it, and we shouldn't be upset with that actual person, but we should just say, you know what, Lord, I'm depending on you, and you have a better reach, a better a better 
uh, a better tapestry that I have to be a part of and, and a better walk that I have to go in. So I'm depending on you. Now, God has granted you mothers today a chance to impart into people's lives now for the future that God has destined them for. Do you understand the reasons God draws certain people to you? Sometimes no, but he gives us direction, love, and peace towards those people to benefit his purpose later on. So don't be surprised with the ones who decide to come alongside of you and to give you and show you support and show you love because God wants to encourage you along the way as well as guide them. Now the little things that I remember, a mother's love provides a daily supply of love, comfort, and yes, some good food. Mother's love protects someone from the harm of others and a lot of times themselves. A mother's love promotes someone to be the best that they can be. And a mother's love propels someone to their their destiny. And ultimately, their destiny connects with God, with God's perfect plan for them. I wanted to do this sermon today to tell you, ladies, God sees you. He sees what you do. He sees what you give. He sees your crying. He hears your moans. And he also he also rejoices in the victories that you're able to make. This this weekend for my wife yesterday was her birthday and today obviously is Mother's Day, so it's an awesome weekend for her to be pampered and loved on. But my daughter, our creation, was came into town to celebrate. And when we see this young lady and what she's turned out to be and how she's navigating her life, all we can do inside and on our faces smile. And we can remember all the different things that we had gone through with her the good, bad, and the ugly. But it was mostly good, and it was pouring into her, and it was guiding her, directing her. But it has paid off, and it's reaping rewards in this young lady's life that we could not even have imagined. But God did it. So I just wanted to let you know even though it might not be where the timing in which you want it to happen, but God's got them in in his hand. And just know that no matter what, God has your children in his hand. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for this mother's love this mother's love that extends even past her bosom, even past 
her hands. She has the ability to love others in ways that men can't even fathom. But, Lord, you designed her that way, and we thank you for designing her that way because they're there when we need them at the best times, at the worst times of our life. They're there always, and we just want to say thank you for designing them that way. And, Lord, comfort, love, and guide these women to continue to listen to your heart, to continue to listen to your voice, and to continue to impart into people every single day how they can avoid pitfalls, how they can learn and see life's challenges and life's lessons through the challenges and still be able to come out on the other side better than when they went into the challenge. I thank you for all those lessons that you that they teach us. And I thank you for all the hugs and the kisses, and we thank you for all the uh, corrections that they have to make. And, Lord, continue to give them the hope and the love and the peace to know that you've got their back in the midst of it all and give them hope to know that there's a brighter future, there's a brighter tomorrow, and there's a brighter day coming. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I've thoroughly enjoyed the message this morning, and God has truly blessed us through that word. And I pray that all you mothers have been encouraged by such an inspiring word this morning. And I pray that you all have gathered something, and, and, and it will inspire you to reflect on this day and that you would know that God has orchestrated your life and that you are not alone. He is there with you and to strengthen you and, and think it not strange that these things have happened. But, and, and, but it all was to, to pull your life together. God, he's just sovereign. He just does what he wants to do when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it. It's just simple as that. We just can't. We just can't call this that. He called us that. But we thank God for you all, and 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 your work and your labor of love have not gone unseen and un and unappreciated. And we thank thank you, uh, Pastor Henry, for that inspiring word. And truly, we have been uplifted and encouraged. And um, and we will go from this place knowing that we have been inspired by God. And, um, Mother, that's all I have this morning. Um, the people can go and get in the buffet, breakfast buffet line a little early. They can beat the other people. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But I'd like to say to all the mothers this morning, just remember, Jesus loves us. This I know, for the Bible tells us so. And as we look to ones, to him below, they are weak. But he is strong. Just remember, yes, Jesus loved me. Yes, Jesus loved me. For the Bible tells me so. Jesus loved me. He who died 
Heaven's gates open wide. He will wash away my sins. Let his little children come in. Jesus loved me, loved me still, though I am very weak and ill. From his shiny throne on high, come to watch me where I lie. Jesus loves me. You got to know Jesus loved me. He will stay close beside me all the way. If I love him when I die, he will take me home on high. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loved me. He loved me. And I always remember, in spite of whatever we're going through, whatever we have been through, Jesus loved us. And because he loved us, he has brought us to this beautiful day, this beautiful 2021. Sometimes we didn't think we was going to make it, but yet God brought us here. We have so much to rejoice this morning to see this beautiful day that Jesus has brought us to. Always remember you are somebody. Always remember Jesus loves you. And because he loves you, you are able to move on. With a smile on your face, with joy down in your heart, praising him, praising him because he loves you. Praising him because he has brought you through, through many dark dangers seen and unseen, knowing that Jesus was right there with you. I tell you this morning, it is a beautiful day. The sun is shining, and God is shining down upon us. Every morning, he gives us new mercy. Every morning, it's a gift that he has smiled on us. And we can always remember that we are somebody, that we can make it. We can make it. Why? Because Jesus loves us. And if we would just stop and remember that, if we would just stop and meditate on the fact that because Jesus loved me, because Jesus made us, he made us beautiful, he made us wonderful. And we can encourage ourselves and to praise him and to magnify his holy name. And yes, Jesus loved me. And if you don't do nothing else, look in the mirror sometimes and say, wow, I am somebody. Wow, look what Jesus has made me to be. I couldn't think I could be here. I didn't think I could make it. But yet, Jesus loved me. In spite of my heartaches, he was there with me. He brought me through many dangers, tolls, seen and unseen. Many heartaches, he brought me through. Many disappointments, he brought me through. Why? Because he loved me. And I can go on rejoicing. As a mother, we got to stand and shine to let the others know that Jesus will bring them to. As a mother, as we heard about Ruth and Naomi, Naomi was a mother. She might got down in heartaches and disappointment, but yet God brought her back up. And we might be down, but we can come back up too. We may not see why, but we know that Jesus knows why. And that is what i like to leave to you this morning as mothers. Always remember that Jesus loves you. Always remember. Because if you will meditate on that, we won't have to worry about the heartaches and the disappointment that we go through. Because we know Jesus is in control of every situation. And that's why sometimes we get fearful and we get all upset because we stop thinking about how sweet Jesus is to us, how much he has brought us through. And this morning, 
Look at yourself and say, God, I thank you because you brought me this way. You brought me through all these things. I didn't understand it, but you brought me through it. I didn't know which way to go, but you brought me through it. It was you. Give him all the praises and all the glory, all the honor, because it was him that brought us. It wasn't, it wasn't a, we didn't do it of ourselves. We wasn't strong enough to do it. But because Jesus was there, he brought us to this day. Naomi went through wholehearted. If you just read the book of Ruth, and I was so I was so alert, uh, prized when he said he was going to take the book of Luke, uh, Ruth because I had reached in my uh, cabinet, pulled out the book of Ruth to read about her because she is a, it, it is a story when you really read to see how Naomi. In spite of all her shortcomings, she taught her daughter-in-law to love the Lord. And that's what we have to do. Teach our children to love the Lord. Teach our children to know that God is in control. Teach our children how to respect God. So many times they're on a road that they feel like they can do it themselves. But always let them remember, whatever they're about, it's because God strengthened them to do it. Whatever they are doing is because of God. They didn't do it of their own. So many times people feel, well, I did this, I did that. No, you own what you did because Jesus permits you to do it. Because of his love for you, you're able to accomplish what you have accomplished. And this morning I want us to remember, it's all about Jesus. It's all about his love. It's all about him caring about us. It's all about him shining down on us. And I said to you this morning, you remember that. And remember in the midst of the situation how sweet he is. He is a sweet savior. He's a sweet savior. How much he gave up for us that we might have the right to the tree of life. That we might go on praising him and let, and let him shine through us that we can, that others can shine, that others can see his love, that others will come to know how sweet he is. And I just thank us, this, thank God this morning that we're able to continue on. We're able to just keep on blessing him, able to keep on trusting him, knowing that he's a sweet savior. And as we go forth, that others may say this morning about us that, wow, my mother, as so many say, my mother taught me these things. My mother did this for me. And remember, those things the mother taught us, she taught us that we might do them. Not just talk about them, but we might do them. Because she wants us to be that shining light that she have left back here to do what God wants us to do. I just praise God this morning. Thank God for all the beautiful things that God has done for us. All the beautiful things that God is going to do for us. That we will be grateful that what God is doing in our lives. Be grateful for where God has brought us from. It might have been hard sometimes. We shed a minute tear along the road. But just remember, God knows best. God took every tear that was in that bottle and he'll bring it to perfection. All the tears that we shed and all the doubts that we had, yet God will straighten them out if we just keep our eyes focusing on him, knowing that he loves us so much, knowing that he cares so much about us, that we can lead somebody. Naomi led Ruth to Christ because she was a mobile. She didn't know about God. But Naomi's life led her to come to say, 
I will not leave you. I will stay by you. You're old, I'm young, but I'm going to stay by you until death do us part. So many times, somebody is looking for us. Somebody need that inspiration. Somebody need that encouragement this morning to know that somebody love them, to know that we can be a shining light in somebody's world, that they may see Christ in our life, that they may come to Christ, that they may say, I know that she's living for Jesus, and I want the same Christ you have in your I thank you this morning. I praise you this morning. And may the God of peace, the God of joy, the God of love be with you this Mother's Day. And God bless each one, each family. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. And as we say, we're going off early, but we're going to enjoy in our hearts, praising God, magnifying Him. And that's the Word of God, the peace of God be with us all. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. <laughs>